What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to this week's episode of Outside the Arena with Robin Griff. I'm Griffin Senek, joined by my co-host Rob Goldberger. And if you're new here, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. We've been doing a lot of fun content, doing you know, these NBA videos, um, talking about the NBA playoffs have been doing very well. So make sure to subscribe if you're new, drop a like on the video. If you haven't already, go check out. I did an interview with MLB vet uh, this past week, Cliff Floyd. Um, so go check that out if you haven't already. Very good sit-down interview. There's timestamps. I'm going to try and keep doing that with all these videos. So if you are watching and want to skip ahead to a, a certain topic, it's easier than just having to find it. Um, but with that being said, we're here. We're going to be talking some NBA. We're also going to talk a little NFL free agency. We haven't really covered the last few guys, major guys who have signed. So we're going to kind of talk about those last few guys. But we'll start today, and we're going to start with uh, the series that is through three games already, obviously, the Warriors and Mavericks, when we're filming this, are set to tip off in like 20 minutes. So um, in all likelihood, when you, if you're seeing this video, that's that game is probably finished or at least the majority of the way through. Mm-hmm. But Miami and Boston, I mean, this is a it's a hard fought series so far. Miami up two one. It really looked like in game three, Miami was on the verge of potentially blowing this. But they pushed through. Obviously, Jimmy Butler went out in this game. He was injured. Um, it seems like he might be able to play game four. And then obviously for Boston without Rob Williams, Marcus Smart, you know, left the game for a little bit. Um, you know, I did Tatum, was it Tatum that left for a little bit too? He was a little, yeah, I, think, I, think he, he I mean, he didn't play, he was, yeah, he played garbage to begin with. I mean, I'll let you start this one off. I mean, obviously the series right now, Miami, I mean, Miami has been a team that I know we both were, excuse me, a little skeptical on coming into the playoffs. They proved this wrong. And, I mean, really, Jimmy Butler's been the reason why. I mean, this guy so far, I mean, there's besides Luke, I, there's a legitimate case, I guess, for right now for the way he, he has been playing up to game three. Obviously, he got hurt, but that he's, you know, the best player right now in these playoffs, the way he's playing. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on this series so far? You know, I know you're a big Boston guy. Do you think Boston will still ultimately prevail, or do you think Miami might be able to pull this one off? Um, I mean, I just think seen? it's all – yeah, I mean, I think Jimmy is expected to play in game four. But so I think the question is just, do can Boston stay healthy? So, I mean, these guys haven't, like, they just haven't been able to stay healthy throughout the whole playoffs. I mean, Rob Williams has obviously been dealing with that, with, with his knee injury for an extended period of time. It wouldn't surprise me if he had, you know, some sort of procedure done in the offseason. But, yeah, I mean, look, after game two, I got to be honest, I thought the series was done. I, I really did. And Miami just put in – and Miami looked like they were going to blow it at a ton of points yesterday. Um, yeah. You know, Boston got it. I think it was like they got it within 14 with like 10 minutes left in the second half. and Or like seven maybe. And it just looked like Miami was going to be done. But, I, I mean, Eric Spolstra at the end of the day is such an elite coach. He really is. I mean, I feel like his the, the mentality his teams have is always very elite. I mean, like you said. I mean, getting a win in Boston without your best player playing the whole second half really is is something. I mean, I really was shocked. Like, I, I'm just being honest. I was shocked because I, I kind of expected Boston to win every single game, but there was a series of certainly both games at home. I mean, because they looked like they – I mean, it's just clear how, how important Rob Williams is to this team. And, like, I, I don't know, man. I mean, Boston really needed that game, I feel like. And I, Miami's got all the momentum. I mean, I I, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see Miami win the series at, at this point, which I'm not, you know, would have surprised me to say two days ago. Yeah. I mean, Miami, I think 
I think Miami is just one of those teams that's just so underlooked because they don't have that like flashy superstar kind of guy. I mean, Jimmy Butler is such a great player. It just seems like he's always kind of year in and year out being, you know, overlooked and, and people don't really consider him to be on that superstar level. Um, it might be frozen right now. I don't know if you can hear me. No, but, um, I'm frozen. I'm yeah. It, it's a little glitched out, but um, shit. All right. So, um, getting back to the Heat, um, I think that you know Jimmy Butler. One thing about him is that you know this guy is consistently, I think, being underrated. I think that you know every year you know, people kind of forget about him. People kind of overlook him. People kind of overlook this team. And, you know, I understand that this team, you know, isn't the most flashy on paper, you know, is Jimmy Butler really one of the most elite players? Probably not, but I mean, the way he's playing, he absolutely is, but this team's just got a lot of quality ball players. I mean, ball players, it sounds like the MLB quality basketball <laughs> players. Um, I mean, Kyle Lowry, obviously he's been very injured, but when he's out there, he's a solid player. Oladipo. I mean, uh, Oladipo a few years ago was a guy that, you know, was an all-star caliber player. Um, you've got, you know, PJ. Yeah, he's been a, not yet. Oladipo has been huge defensively in this series. Yeah. And obviously, Bam Adebayo, who was kind of the hero in this game, he really stepped up. Obviously, not against Robert Williams, which obviously would be a much tough, tougher matchup. But, I mean, this, this Miami Heat team is no joke. And I think for Boston, I'm going to be honest. I mean, Jason Tatum, he's got to play better. Uh, you know, Jason Tatum – you know, this is the one thing about him that's kind of been a little bit, you know, we've seen a few times now from him in the playoffs is he just doesn't show up at times. And, and that's kind of a problem. I mean, um, you know, three for 14 shooting, one for seven from three, 10 points. That's not going to fly as the best player. And obviously mm -hmm. Jalen Brown picked him up a little bit with his 40 burger and Al Horford dropped 20. But at the end of the day, they lost this game. And were there a lot of reasons why? Sure. I mean, Marcus Smart going down sucked. Guys were injured, but. Jason Tatum, 10 points is not acceptable at the end of the day. And if Boston wants to win this series, he's going to have to play like the superstar that he, that he is. And, you know, 10 points isn't going to cut it, especially, you know, Jimmy Butler only dropped eight points and Miami still won. So um, definitely an alarming game for Boston. I think this is much more of a series than people expect that obviously, um, you know, game four, if Miami wins that game, I think the series is over. I think most people would agree. Um but we will see a pivotal game coming up for Boston. I, I don't know. What do you think is going to happen with this series? Yeah, I think the issue with the Celtics is just they they can't stop turning the ball over. Like, the turnovers have been an issue all playoffs for them, too. Even against the Nets, even though they swept that series. The 23 the other day. Insane. Yeah, not good enough. Um, you're right. Like, Jason Tatum, I feel like when he's bad, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. Like, when he's bad, yeah. I feel like it's horrible. Like, mm -hmm. There's no in-between. I feel like he's either unbelievably good or, like, he's horrible. And he's mostly unbelievably good, which is why he's, you know, a top seven, eight player in the NBA. But when he has these awful games, he's definitely top seven or eight this year, especially. Uh, I don't know. Give me seven ahead of him right now. Let, let, let's see. Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, LeBron James, Giannis, Kevin Durant, mm -hmm. Luka Doncic. And then I'd say he's right there. Really? You'd say he's right there? Yeah. I'm trying, I just got to think of, like, this isn't, like, like. Steph, I guess, is in that combo. Steph is in the conversation. Devin Booker's in that conversation. He's way better than Devin Booker. Way better than Devin Booker. I don't know, man. Devin, Devin Booker, Booker is good this year. Jason Tatum. 
Come on. Don't let me, let me look up the uh, top NBA. Because now I, I, whenever I start ranking people, I always forget people. So I want to look Yeah, yeah you got to have the list in front of you. Yeah, I got to have a list in front of me. Just for the Joel, Joel, Katie, Giannis, LeBron, Jokic, Jokic. Yeah, um, yeah, Jason Tatum's probably right there, eight or nine from from what I'm seeing. I don't think. Yeah, I think that's accurate. I think him and Steph are probably fighting for that seven spot. So he's top eight. Yeah, you could say sure. All right, but yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I just feel like you know he's got a. He's got to find a way to mitigate these nights where he's going four for 19, you know, with seven turnovers. I feel like he's got to be productive in some way. Yeah. He can't just be. Yeah. I mean, he's a good, he's a good, he's a very good defensive player, but I feel like at a certain point, Miami's just getting whatever they wanted. I mean, that the the biggest issue for Boston though is Robert Williams health because Bam Adebayo isn't taking 22 shots and Robert Williams is guarding him. Like that's just the simple fact of the matter. I mean, you can frame it any way you want, but that's the case. I mean, look, We'll see, but I think Boston is in big trouble if Robert Williams can't play the rest of the series. Yeah, I I think that uh, we will see, obviously. Um, Eric Spolstra is the best coach in the league. Let me just say that. That dude is a hell of a coach. Yeah. I mean, this this Miami team, they've got a lot of good players. Um, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I just think I'm going to switch over to the Western Conference. I think the Golden State Warriors are winning the NBA Finals. I, I, I think they're the best team left right now. I mean, this team is just – Dallas just in a horrific choke. I mean, they're up 14 yeah. and a half, and they just totally collapse. I mean, Luka, obviously, 42 points. He did his best. Reggie Bill. Bullock had 21, Brunson 31, but – I feel like a lot of that came at the end of the game, sir, when the game was already, you know, kind of decided – in when he had four points, you know. Look, just no, not enough guys outside of lose. And it was really that's a what shooting, we're seeing. It was really a shooting disaster class for the Mavericks in the second half of that game. You know, they couldn't hit a shot. That you know, they 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 hit what twelve like like what fifteen threes in the first half, and then they could, they just were really cold in that second half. I mean, look, you know, the Mavs are a second star away. Everybody knows this. Once Luka gets a legitimate second star, they're going to be very scary. And, you know, they also have Tim Hardaway Jr., who's arguably their second best player when he's healthy hurt. So that's another, uh, you know, he, he he's another guy good shit this year. He hasn't played since January, which makes it all the more impressive what Luka and the Mavs are doing. But they need a second star. You know, we've said it on this podcast for a while. They're not going to, I don't think, be able Look, they were down 2-0 to the Suns, too, though. We'll see. Tonight is, the, tonight is obviously, you know, the, 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 the make or break. I just think this Warriors team, I think the difference between the Warriors, I mean, there's a, obviously many differences between the Warriors and the Suns, but I just think the experience is just – Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson and, and Draymond Green and these guys, they've just been here so many times at this point. I mean, these guys are just, as Rob whips out the homework. Um, That's not uh, – I was uh, making sure that it was yeah. – yeah, 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 yeah. I was messing with you. Nah, but, yeah, uh, I was making – yeah. But, um, you know, these guys have just been here and, and they're just they're not worried about, you know, they're they're not under pressure. And, you know, I think that, you know, these guys are just clutch at the end of the day. And we saw with the Phoenix Suns. I mean, we saw in that game seven. I mean, it was just a total collapse. No one has clutch in their jeans. They are. They're just a total choke show. I mean, it was just embarrassing. Yeah. 
To be and honest, their championship their championship window is is probably out the door. I don't think that team is good enough to win a championship right now, especially you know. They're yeah, that could that current iteration of the team, I would say, for sure, is out the door because I don't think DeAndre Ayton is a Phoenix Sun next year. No, he's gonna get he'll get his whether he should get his money or not is a different issue. Will he but get it get from money. one team? Yes. And should Phoenix pay him? Probably not. And I think that team might just end up being the Dallas Mavs, funny enough. I have, I don't even know if I'd like that, though, for them. I mean, it'd be good, but I don't think that's the piece they're missing. But regardless, I, I mean, I think that this series, obviously tonight is a pivotal game. If Dallas goes down, it's it's over. Um, but Luka Doncic is, is exceptional, and we'll see what happens. I mean, this... This game, you know, game two was really going Dallas's way. It really seemed like they would, you know, be able to pull it out. So they just got to avoid the collapse. They've been here before. They're, you know, a clutch team. We're going to see what happens. Um, but this Golden State team, I mean, Kavon Moody, man, I mean, this guy is just – he's, he's becoming a stud, man. It's it's insane. I mean, this guy was like a joke a few years ago. I mean, you, you kind of, you know, <laughs> you would look at this guy on the roster, on the floor, and be like, oh. Who is this bum they have out there with playing with KD, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, <laughs> and Draymond Green? And all of a sudden, he's become a you know a young star. So, well, I guess he's not that young. How old? He's twenty six. He's twenty six. Yeah. So it took a little time, but I mean, this guy's a good player, and he's I believe he's free agent in the offseason, so he's going to yeah. get his bag. Um, Just an know, elite lo- role player. The definition yeah, of an elite role player for sure. Very good player. I mean, this Golden State team. I've said it all throughout. Their depth is just. Every player in the rotation is a legitimate player. I mean, you just look at this team. They're young guys. Like Moses Moody, this dude was a stud at Arkansas. Yeah. Kuminga, obviously, was, you know, one of the highly, highest prospects. He's hurt right now, but I'm just saying in general. I mean, no, Wiseman, yeah, obviously, was a top three pick. He's obviously been out. But, like, they just got all these guys. They're gonna, imagine the if they didn't blow youth. the Wiseman pick, though. Imagine if they didn't completely oh. blow the Wiseman pick. Imagine this team had LaMelo Ball. I don't even know how that would work. Nah, it would work though. People are like, it wouldn't work. I feel like it would definitely work. Like they, uh, I think like I feel like they would maybe just part with Clay because Clay at this point is obviously not the same guy he was once. Melo and and Jordan handing the keys from Stephen Clay to Lamelo and Jordan Ball and uh, Lamelo and Jordan Poole. Yeah, well, Steph's not quite done yet. Steph's still got a a pretty penny, and he he, Steph. I mean, he he played a great game. So he did. He did. He did. But I'm I'm just saying, you know. Eventually. You know, I love I love Dallas. Obviously, this is I think both of us for us the team we wanted to see win. Um, yeah, I-, I think Golden State's going to win this in five. If I'm being honest, though, I think five games will be. You think six? Yeah, I'd say six. I'll say six. I'll I'll give the Mavs two games. I think Dallas will get one. I just think Golden State's a- another beast at the end of the night. We'll see. Um, I hope the I, I just hope whoever the West representative beats whoever the East representative is at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like war. Like if the finals is like Warriors Heat, like, uh, like, is anyone really that excited? I feel like that's just like, yeah, the Warriors would sweep them probably. <laughs> we keep oh, saying here that. I am, here I am saying that. Here I am saying that. We so said that. Like, like we said the Hawks might mess up the Heat, and all of a sudden yeah. we're here and. The Heat are up two one on, on Boston. Yeah. So it's true. I'm, maybe you're, you got to go the opposite way. Say the Celtics are getting swept, and then you know. I mean, you know, you hopefully. maybe you, the Heat are. They're just. I, I'd they're rather watching I, the podcast and they're fired up. 
I don't know that it's clear. Jimmy Butler watches the podcast for motivation. Yeah. Jimmy it's Butler. Clear. I mean, that dude, if Jimmy, Jimmy Butler right now, he's something, man. If he, I mean, obviously we'll see how he plays with the injury, but he has been on another level in these playoffs. That's for sure. Um, all right. I think with that, we're going to transition to the NFL. And, uh, you know, we've seen actually a, a good bit of, of movement in free agency. We haven't really talked about the NFL since the draft. Um, but there's been four guys, notably, that we're going to talk about. Two have signed with New Orleans, uh, Tyran Matthew. And I believe it was like a three-year, $33 million deal. Yeah, it's a lot of money. I was shocked at how yeah. – I thought it was – it wasn't that much. I thought he'd get more. No, than but for the longevity, I don't know about three years, 33. What is he, 28, 29? He's like 30, isn't he? I mean, he could be 29. I don't think he's I think I don't think he's that. Let's see. I think he's like 28. 30, wow. All right, three yeah. years is, you know, that is something. First, safety. Realize, yeah. dude, what, was his, what was his contract he was on before? So he must have gotten his real back. Then. Just curious. Sorry. No, you're good. Of course, I want to. Yeah. Very curious. Uh, can I see past career earning? So he was on. Uh, he made 14 million this past year. Okay. So he, yeah, he made his big money. But interesting. All right. Um. So we saw him sign with New Orleans. We also saw Jarvis Landry sign with New Orleans. Um. Which honestly, not as a fantasy wise and just in general i was kind of disappointed like i wanted to really see chris olave and michael thomas get the bulk of the weapons but i mean that trio is is we'll talk about the saints but obviously um the eagles went outside james bradbury and then the cleveland browns re-signed jadavion Clowney, which um you know ian rapaport stay tuned for for ian, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen that that should be Little promo, little uh, little promo. Little, I don't know. I, I stay tuned if you uh, if you want to see some rap sheet. But um, <laughs> he reported that Clowney really wanted to stay in Cleveland. And he turned down multi, multiple multi year deals of in the range of fourteen and fifteen million per year, which I don't believe for one second. I don't think that 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 text came directly from Jadavion Clowney's agent. It must Copy have, and just paste. to like, yeah. With, with all due, respectfully, and respectfully, we, we understand the game. I was like, <laughs> I don't think, like, I lo- I'm all for him staying in Cleveland. I'm happy they, the Browns got the deal done. But, like, if a dude can make, like, more million dollars, like, you got to go set up your thing, <laughs> like, at the end of the day. But he's back in Cleveland. Um, start with, you want to start with Bradbury? Yeah. I mean, the Eagles have had a great. The Eagles have had a great off season. The, the by far the best in the NFC East. I mean, we've seen kind of these other. The, the Dallas Cowboys really have, have gotten worse than Giants. You know, they didn't really have much cap. They had a really good draft. The Giants, good first round. I mean, after that, they didn't do too too much that was flashy. But and then and then Washington obviously traded for Wentz. But the Eagles right now they're they're poised to potentially compete for that division title with Dallas potentially win it. I mean, what are your thoughts on Bradbury? I mean, obviously they needed a guy opposite Darius Slay. They chose not to draft a cornerback in the first round in the NFL draft, and you land James Bradbury to pair opposite Darius Slam. And this Philadelphia Eagles team really is uh, – I mean, this team is – they look very good everywhere. It all depends on Jalen Hurts now. And, yeah, and- I mean, look, Jalen Hurts has zero excuses. I mean, the safety position is a little weak, but I don't really care about it that much. Like, we're, we're really good at almost any uh, – at a lot of positions on that defense. And, look – uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have had good 
like two good corners at the same time in like 20 years. Ugh, with James Bradbury for seven and a half million. I just love it. I mean, I it's exactly what I wanted. I'm glad he chose us. I, I wonder if the 11 other teams report is true. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of teams in for him, but I, I, I do believe that he probably chose from three, three finalists in the end. Um, I'm just excited, man. I'm, I'm excited that we have that type of draw. I'm excited that apparently Jeffrey Lurie has stepped back because there was a report around this time last year that he had taken like major Jerry Jones type control in the organization. And now he's sort of like letting Howie do his thing, which is good. I'm happy about that. But yeah, as you said, it's all contingent on Jalen Hurts. I'm not expecting, you know, a Super Bowl or anything like that. I'm not a Super Bowl or most or anything, but you know, I'd like to see us, you know, win a playoff game, make, make, make some progress from last year. They, and I, I am expecting a division title this year. I really am. And I look, uh, and the reason I say that is because the, the Philadelphia Eagles really do have an incredibly weak schedule. Um, they, they, if you really look at their schedule, they should I uh, remind me of the exact teams group, but I believe they should really go like four and out to open the season. Uh, up. Oh, and, I, I, I just think that schedule could really, could really help them over, help them out over the Cowboys. I mean, you know, obviously you don't know anything, but Lions, uh, Vikings would be, a, it's a little tough. At home on a Monday night versus Kirk Cousins. Monday night, Kirk Cousins. It's a guaranteed That's W. True. Commanders, Jags. Yeah. yeah, I mean. And look, then they got the, they got the Steelers in there, the Texans. Terrible, though. You got the, yeah. The, the Titans are bad, to be honest. The Bears. Got, got the Commies twice, the Giants twice. Yeah. What's the Cowboys schedule? We haven't even talked about the schedule. I mean, uh, we'll probably pencil that in and kind of preview it next week, I would say. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I'm just excited about what the Seals team are doing. I'm glad we're showing some ambition. Look, I mean, it's just all contingent on Jalen. It really is. I don't have anything else to say, but we're, we've, we put ourselves in a very good position. Uh, the only thing I will say, though, is that I hope he works out because his contract is saving us a lot of money right now. And that's what it's, that's what's enabling us to do what we're doing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a place to be right now. And I'm excited that we're building something. Uh, and I'm glad that we never seem to be that bad for too long, which is good as a football fan, because there's some franchises that never win anything ever. Like the two yeah. I support. Yeah. You might be, you might be a fan of a couple of them, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Jaguars, for example, pretty bad. But, yeah, I mean, I'm just glad we're going to be competitive. I'm glad we're trying to be competitive. And just to touch on the state signings, doesn't surprise me. Two LSU guys coming home. We'll talk I about them. We'll talk about them. So yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. let you talk about them. I just want to real quick. I mean, Philly, I think um, – I mean, I'm looking at this Dallas schedule right now. They got the Bucks, the Bengals, the Rams, the uh, the Packers on here. It's a tough schedule. Um, I think that the Eagles right now – I mean. I would say that Jalen Hurts is, is as crazy as it is, is I mean it's not that crazy, but I think he's on the hottest seat for a quarterback right now. Um Yeah, unquestionably because you know you look at a guy like Daniel Jones, I mean it's a hot it's a very hot seat, but I feel like everyone expects that it's it's probably done re- almost regardless of what happens at the end of the year. I mean, unless yeah, unless he's the a, MVP. Unless yeah, he's the- because unless he really shows something, <laughs> it's probably done. So you know, I, I look at a guy like a Ryan Tannehill, you know, he's kind of on the hot seat now with Malik Willis there. Um, you know, there's a, a Marcus Mariota. Eh, 
He's not even. It's not really that even hot seat because he's like not that good. He'll be replaced by week six. Yeah, it's it's not that hot of a seat. But um, I think Philadelphia's got a heck of a roster. Um, You know, wide receiver. uh, What Devonta Smith and and they traded for AJ Brown. Sorry, I forgot. I was thinking (laughs) of who they drafted. I was like, ah, they traded for AJ Brown. Yeah, I mean, everywhere you look on this team right now, the O line's pretty good. Uh, The receiver room's good. Tight end, running back. I mean, it's a very good team. Um, it's going to depend on Jalen Hurts. And we've seen this guy win the Eagles games before. And we've seen him – I mean, it sounds stupid, but we've seen, you know, him lose games for the Eagles. And it, at the end of the day, it's going to be – like the quarterback obviously is the most important position. But when, you know, he really gets out of his way and, and you know, blows games, I mean, it, we've seen Jalen Hurts do that. So, you know, we'll see. Um, is he good enough to lead a Super Bowl – it's unclear, you know, it's, it's honestly unclear. I don't think yeah. it is. I know you don't think he's good enough to win. Um, do I think he's on the level of any of these top tier guys? No. Um, so that probably means they're going to have to look elsewhere. But where <laughs> do they, does that mean they have to go for after a Bryce Young, CJ Stroud or, or like, I, it's kind of weird because it's like, I don't know if there's another guy like this off season, We obviously saw Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson trade. Like, those are two guys who are in that category. I don't know if there's going to be another one of those guys that's available next offseason that the Eagles could jump after. So, I mean, I guess you have to look at Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud or or the other quarterbacks. But, I mean, we'll see. It's definitely very interesting. Um, But this – I mean, we this offseason was so crazy because those two guys, like you saw what it took to get them. But it's like it puts the Browns and the Broncos in a spot where they can legitimately – compete for a Super Bowl because they have those guys, you know? So we'll see. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I have. Yeah, and yeah, it's just all on Jalen, man. And the Eagles just haven't had, like, a reliable QB for so long, I feel like. Just want him to be the guy. I want him to be the guy. I just don't think he is, to make it abundantly clear. I think yeah. he might have a good season, and they still might say he's not good enough. Yeah, I feel like Seattle Seattle would, like, give up assets for him, too, I think. A team like Seattle, I should say. Seattle's weird. Who knows what they're doing, to be honest. (laughs) Drew Locke. I feel like Baker will be starting there by the the time the season starts. I hope the Browns can just get anything for Baker. Just anything. Let's get him going. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I don't want to talk. We'll talk about the Browns last. I mean, the New Orleans Saints, I'm very interested by this team. Oh, fuck. Excuse me. I just got scared by a little bug here. Um, <laughs> he just kind of was crawling up. and um, Goodness gracious, it's, it's late for this. Um, the, the New Orleans Saints, man, I mean, this team is uh, it's legit, if we're being honest. I mean, they've lost a lot of guys is, I think, the problem. I mean, they lost Front Armstead. Marcus Williams, they replaced with the Honey Badger. So, you know. Take that as it is. But this team is going to be good. I mean, Jameis Winston obviously is coming back. He, he was good there when he was starting. Um, you got yeah. there. You got, you know, supposedly on paper, you have Michael Thomas. Who knows if he'll actually be on the field? I mean, you never know with that guy right now. But you've got – you've now got, you know, instead of, you know, Marquez Calloway, you know, you know the, the local track star, you know, from the New Orleans, you know, YMCA, you've got, you know, Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave now there. So that's huge for them. Um, new head coach, though. They do have a new head coach. Obviously, Sean Payton is gone. Um, but we'll see. You know, 
we'll see what happens. I think Sean Payton's still going to be involved in that franchise one way or another. Um, but what do you think? I mean, I think that obviously you got to look at the Bucks and with Brady say that that's. I mean, it looks like also Gronk's retiring from from what everything he says. Who yes. knows? But he'll probably be end up playing. To be honest, yeah, he'll he. Who knows? He's probably just enjoying himself right now. Um, I mean, I I don't think they can win the division, but I think that they're. I think that they're a playoff team. I mean, what about you? I think I think they've had a really good offseason. And these two moves are, are good veteran moves that really, I think, it, I mean, I, I think it's their wide receiver room. I mean, talk about a transformation from this year to last. I mean, obviously injury hurt last year, but what a difference. Yeah, I mean, I think it's another team that's just it's all relied on the QB. If he can be solid, then that's a good team. But, look, I, I just don't. I don't really have any faith in Jameis, to be honest, to, to lead a playoff caliber team. And they'll probably make the playoffs because they're the Saints. They have a ton of experience. They're a good franchise. But I don't really see them doing anything, to be honest, because I don't really believe in Jameis. I think I know what Jameis is coming off an ACL tear. But, yeah, I mean, look, they have found – I Jarvis Landry to me is still a solid wide receiver, but he's just not that same guy he was at all. But as a, as a third wide receiver – yeah, but like you said, but what is Michael Thomas going to be? Is he going to remain healthy? Is Chris Olave legit? I know you think he is. We'll see. Uh, I think he's probably going to be a really good NFL wide receiver as well, but obviously it's his first year. I think it's just going to be – Jameis will be fine, but like I said, just he's not going to – I think you touched on it too. He's just not going to be good enough to compete with those Bucks and the, the big boys at the top of the conference, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that they'll be a Super Bowl contending team by any means. I just think that, you know – they're a team that I expected to, to be in the playoffs and will be better than last year. I mean, they were good. I mean, they had their moments. I think that, you know, their defense is, is really interesting. I think Marshawn Lattimore is, you know, one of the better corners. They obviously have got Cam Jordan, guys like that. Um, you know, they give teams trouble uh, on the defensive side of the ball. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Including um, the Bucs, by the way. Big yeah, yeah, I mean, the Bucs, they have the Bucs number. Um, well, they do, and then Tom they Brady did. in the playoffs. They, yeah, they did. But then yeah, Tom was, so. yeah, Brady's the coat. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And then I guess Cleveland, Jadavion Clowney. I mean, this was, I saw this kind of coming. Um, I, I, I really didn't expect them to leave Cleveland, especially after they cleared up all that cap space with uh, the Sean Watson and Denzel Ward extensions, which somehow saved them, like, so much money. It's so the NFL cap is just it's weird. It's very so weird. weird. I, don't, but, I don't really think I want to spend any time like trying to uh, figure it out either. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it's figure outable, um, to be honest. But I mean, Clowney, he he really played well opposite Miles Garrett. Um, I think this is a necessary move for the Browns. I think that that D line, you know, they still need help on the interior. I really would like to see them go out. And bring in an Adamican Sue. They still have the, the cap for that on a one year deal. Um, I think that'd be a heck of a move. Um, they've been linked to him as a bunch of other teams have. But I think for the Browns, I mean, it, on paper, they've got a good team. I mean, I'm worried about wide receiver. I think outside of Amari Cooper, we need to see someone step up. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones has, you know, had his moments. Um, they drafted David Bell out of per- Purdue, who. <laughs> Sorry, you know, I'm laughing at Donovan. Yeah, I like Donovan Peoples Jones too, but I don't know if he's. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think he's <laughs> the number two guy. Uh, it's a little scary, but you know, David Bell. I've heard a lot of good things about him. Um, you know, we'll see with that wide receiver room. I think right now that that is the 
that and the linebackers. I'm, I'm still kind of sketched out outside of JOK of that linebacking group. But I don't know. What do you think about the Browns right now? I mean, it seems like that with the quarterback, I mean, who knows what the suspension situation will be. It seems like Deshaun will be able to play. Maybe he'll get, like, suspended for the first quarter, half of the year or something like that. If, but Yeah, I think the Browns could, might be in a little bit of trouble if that's the case, though, because who are they going to get to play quarterback? Well, they have Jacoby Brissett on the roster. Look, as a this is the the early season Brown schedule is their first four games: Carolina, New York Jets, Pittsburgh Steelers, Atlanta Falcons. Jacoby Brissett can win. You can maybe win games. No, you can maybe win a game. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't need yet. Look, it doesn't even does Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett all he has to do is hand the ball to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt though in those games. Jacoby Brissett is. Terrible. Now. I'm. I'm not saying he's bad, but like he's serviceable. Like you can plug him in, and you know he's fine. I don't think he'll be throwing the ball to begin with in that game, though. Like I you would think, say like Jalen Hurts is serviceable, and J- Jacoby Brissett is like in his own tier of Jacoby Brissett. You know. Well, what? I, I, I think that the Browns though are a team where we've seen with Baker, like they're able to win with the trash QB at times because they can just run the football and that, that's all that matters obviously with Deshaun they're gonna have that that's the whole point of having Deshaun you have a whole new you actually have a quarterback and Amari I think will be great but we'll see I mean I think that if Deshaun I mean that's one thing though about the Browns like they really need Deshaun to not be suspended for those four games because if Deshaun's playing they could start the season four and oh which would be huge for them I mean in all realness, they'll probably lose one of those games, but I mean, they're going to, I think they'll beat the Jets. I think they'll beat the Falcons. Carolina, I, I don't think is very good. Pittsburgh, rookie quarterback in Cleveland. I, I genuinely believe that if, I mean, we'll see, but I, I'm kind of getting away from the clowny signing. I mean, what do you think? What, what is your thoughts on the Browns? Right now? Yeah, I mean, I don't, this year they play in such a tough division. So it's like, if Deshaun misses any time, an extended period of time, it's just going to be really tough for them to rebound and recover. You know, getting pole position for it depends how long he misses. Because if he if he's out but those he, four games, may, they might be able to survive. But like, well, after that game, Falcons, I, after that, yeah, well, ten games they're screwed. But even yeah. like six or seven games, like after that, they've got Chargers, Patriots, Ravens, Bengals. Like, you need Deshaun for those four. If he's out for ten games, I think that's their season probably punted away. Wow, I feel the like Brown, the Brown schedule, man, after those four games, Chargers, Patriots, Ravens, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills, Bucks. They could like they could go over. It's possible. <laughs> if Jacoby's in there, they, they they're not winning a game in that stretch. No. But I thought you're not a Jacob. I thought you were a Jacoby Brissett believer. I'm a Jacoby Brissett believer when the teams they're playing are trash. <laughs> they can just run the- <laughs> now that's the thing with the Browns, I guess, that like they can just run the football. So at the end of the day, that they'll be able to compete in any game. It, it will depend on how the defense plays. But what do you think? Do you think, let's say Deshaun Watson's healthy, or not healthy, but is able to play. Let's just <laughs> live in a hypothetical world. He's probably going to get suspended for some point in time. What do you think, the Browns? Like, where do you think they're ranked? Do you think they're Super Bowl contenders? What do you think? I don't call them Super Bowl contenders, but I'd call them like a very, very good team that could win eleven to twelve games with Deshaun and QB. But 
I still think there are like three teams better than them definitively in the AFC. And that are, those are the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Bucks still. And still the Chiefs. I know they got weaker, but to me, just having Mahomes is always going to put them. Who was the there. third team you mentioned? Chiefs, uh, Bills, and Chargers. The, I, said, I said, might have said Chargers. Chargers. Okay. Chiefs, Bills, and Chargers. Uh, to yeah. me, are just all all better. I mean, I'm I, I'm just very interested in the Chargers and what they what, what they're going to yeah. look like. But I'm very interested in them too. I mean, I think that they are uh, fascinating. I mean, they've just not been able to get in the playoffs these last few years. They they've had good teams on paper, and health is the key for them. I mean, Derwin James is always hurt. Um, we'll see, but you know, they, on paper, they're stacked. They are stacked on paper, especially after this offseason. I mean, you had yeah, Jason Jackson, Khalil Mack, and Sebastian Joseph Day. It's really good. They they went and drafted. Uh, what was it Trey Smith? They got or yeah, Trey Smith. Some, yeah, yeah, Trey Smith. Trey Smith. Was it Trey yeah. Smith? No, it's right. It's the Texas A and M guy, right? Oh, Demar. Um, no, not Demarvin Leal. The O lineman. Why am I blank? Kenyon Green? No, it wasn't Kenyon. Kenyon Green. Green. No, Kenyon Green was drafted by – yeah, he was drafted by the Chargers. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he plays for Houston. And that's what I thought because they traded back with the Eagles at 15. What did the Chargers draft? They drafted a guard. Zion, Zion Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, 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 Zion Johnson. He's good. Um, but we'll see if he's good. But like, yeah. At the end of the day, the, the AFC is so interesting because, like, last year the Bengals came out of it and no one – would consider the Bengals the top team in the AFC. So it's like that was from the AFC, like, dude, the quarterbacks in this conference is just insane. The Chiefs really should be back-to-back champs. Now that you really just reminded me, like, they just had a massive choke job, man. Holy Christ. Yeah, but would they have beaten the Rams? Probably. The Rams, Rams weren't defense. exactly. That Rams defense is something, though. The Chiefs were, like, considerably better than the Bengals, though, no? That Chiefs offense was just so good, but they, man, I can't believe they're gonna be without Tyreek Hill. We'll see. We'll see how good Mahomes. I, I mean, I think Mahomes is the best QB in the NFL by a wide. I agree. I, I yeah. agree. I think he disappeared in that second half, though. I, I, I he, that yeah, was their whole team did. Uncharacteristic of him, and it's not even. I wouldn't say it's all his fault because I mean he missed some throws, but guys just were not getting open at all. Yeah, that Kelsey drop on the first drive of the first of the. It just set the yeah. tone, yeah. I know what set the tone was that stupid fourth and goal in the end of the first half or whatever, where yeah, Tyree Kill got like kicked by Eli Apple. Just kick the ball or run it. Yeah. So stupid. Um, all right. Well, we're rambling on here. Um, yeah, we we've are. been rambling on for like 15 minutes now. So cool. if you're somehow cool. still watching, um, thank you for watching this episode of Outside the Arena. We appreciate all the support recently. I know yep. the channel's been doing really well. Views are up, subscribers are up. So we appreciate it all. Make sure to, you know, continue to like, comment, and subscribe if you are new to the channel. Um, follow us on Instagram and outside the arena podcast. Follow our Instagrams. That'll be in the description. With that, thank you. Why did four Rob Goldbergers just join? That is so weird. I think um, that's probably because I was trying to join them for my computer earlier, remember? <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you guys so for watching. Awesome. We'll see you all next week.